Strategic Living with Brian Holmes, episode number 63, 15 questions to consider as you prepare for another year. Hey, this is Cliff Ravenscraft from PodcastAnswerMan.com, and you are listening to the Strategic Living Podcast with my great friend, Brian Holmes, who is now going to take your thinking to the next level. Welcome, everyone, to the program today. You have found the Strategic Living Podcast. My name is Brian Holmes, and I am your host on this journey. As always, it's a joy to have you with us. As you know, this podcast is all about transforming minds, developing leaders, awakening your dreams, activating destinies, getting you engaged in what it is God has uniquely created you to be and to do. Going to be an awesome program today. I want to share with you a process that I think will help you as you gear up for another year. Let's get started, everybody. Well, thanks for being with us on the program today. It is a delight. I'm excited. I'm back in the seat. And as you may Remember, I have just returned from the Platform Conference in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and uh, what a great time I had there last week. In fact, um, this was kind of special. I got to take my wife with me. In fact, it was her idea. She had attended one of the other conferences that's put on by Michael Hyatt, Ken Davis, earlier in the year and was really drawn to understand more about what I've been doing the last few years. And so she said, hey, let's go to this conference. So it was great to uh, go to the Springs with her. We went a few days early. We checked into the Broadmoor Resort Hotel. And uh, as fate would have it, I believe it's favor, frankly. But uh, as we were checking in, the uh, lady behind the desk said, well, you all have received a complimentary upgrade to a suite. I'm like, well, thank you very much. And we checked into our room. Our room was literally uh, in a separate building away from the main hotel, sitting right on the lake. Our view in the morning was the beautiful, beautiful mountains and the sun shining directly on them. It was remarkable. And uh, it was just a blessing to be able to spend that time with my wife and enjoy such a wonderful place. Then, of course, on Sunday, uh, the conference began and we reconvened with so many of our friends and colleagues that we've gotten to know over the last number of years. Of course, Michael Hyatt and Ken Davis host this conference, along with Michelle Cachat and so many other of their wonderful team members. And I just want to say thank you to all of them for job well done. I've been to probably five or six of their conferences over the last three years, and I tell you, no one does it with more excellence, and no one really uh, that I know of over delivers as effectively as this group does, and I'm so pleased to just know them and and be in relationship with them on some level. Some of the great speakers uh, were, of course, Michael spoke, Ken Davis spoke, Michelle spoke, Michelle Cachat, but also my friends Cliff Ravenscraft, also Ray Edwards, dear friend, and then, of course, uh, folks like Amy Porterfield, who, if you don't know who that is, she is Truly one of the leading experts in the industry concerning Facebook, Facebook marketing, does a great job with that. Stu McLaren on membership sites and online courses. 
and so many others uh, just really, really poured into us. And uh, I feel equipped. I feel energized. I feel ready to engage a brand new year and to really take our message and our work to a a completely different level. So uh, anyway, thank you for allowing me to uh, share that with you. Last week on the program, we shared with you a webinar we had done on the subject of transition. Every human being will experience many, many seasons of or moments of transition where you have to leave point A to arrive at point B, depart from the old and embrace the new, to to move from the status quo to something that is a bit more challenging, maybe outside your comfort zone, maybe even sort of wander into the realm of the unknown. But transition is a very real thing, and it comes with change, and we know that anything that's living is going to change. And so if you're not changing and transitioning period to period, point to point, uh, you need to check the mirror, make sure you're still fogging that thing up. But transition's very real. And in the spirit of that same topic, I wanted to bring you a teaching today that I think will be something of great value to you. And that is, I want to offer to you 15 questions that you can ponder on and meditate on and really consider from the inside out concerning your life, concerning where you are presently, where you've been, where you see yourself going, most importantly, where God sees you headed. And I want to share these with you, and I want to suggest that this process it would be something that would really help you between now and the end of 2014 as you begin to prepare your heart and mind to forget what's behind you and press toward that which God has put in front of you. Whatever the destiny, whatever the dream, whatever the the intention is, whatever the plan is, whatever your goals are for next year, I do know this process has been a blessing to me, and I believe it will be to you too. So I want us to look at 15 questions that will focus your mind and your heart in a way that will assist you as you enter a new season of life, and so that you can do so with great confidence and intentionality. I believe with all of my heart that the key to success in my future is knowing exactly how to hold and to to own and to handle the things that I've done to this point, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Well, before we jump into the 15 questions today, I want to just share with you an opportunity that you have, and that is to help us to really spread the word about the work that we're doing at brianholmes.com. That includes the ties that bind, getting people healed from the inside out, really dealing with soul issues. The Bible tells us that as your soul prospers, so prospers every other area of your life. And that's a big deal. It's really the core of our message. And we want to ask you to help us to really spread the word. You can do that in several ways. One, by subscribing to our weekly email updates where we send you simply a review of the posts that we have put forward that week. The podcast, Monday Mastery, blog post, quotes that we find helpful, these types of things. Occasionally, we'll send you an email to share with you a new resource that we're adding to our repertoire and uh, or maybe an event that we're hosting. But by and large, it's just so we can keep the information in front of you on an ongoing basis. Also, you can help us by subscribing to, uh, to the podcast in iTunes. Actually, uh, going in iTunes, subscribing so that automatically the podcast is downloaded to your smartphone 
every week or to your computer, whichever you choose. Uh, if you do your podcast in Stitcher or some other uh, media player, that's fine too. Just want to make sure that you know that you can subscribe so you don't miss any content. While you're in iTunes, leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. That's a one, two, three, four, four or five star rating. And then also you can uh, write up a comment there as to what this podcast has meant to you. That Those two things really help us to drive the visibility of the podcast up in the rankings of iTunes so more people can find out about what we're putting out here. All of this can be done from brianholmes.com. Very simple to remember. That's my name.com. And we would so appreciate you helping us to get the word out. Share it with your friends on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, your mommagram, all of them, all of those places where we engage people socially and in conversation. Just let someone know that you care about that brianholmes.com is offering great resources. And we want to see them become all that God has called them to be. And we would so, so appreciate that. Fifteen questions to consider as you enter a brand new season. Fifteen questions to ponder on, meditate on, consider as you enter into a new year. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are at the time of this recording one week away from the Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S. of A. And for those that are listening in other places of the world, that's a Pretty significant holiday here. It really is the celebration of the discovery of America and the coming together of people groups. It's a time for us to reflect on the things that we're thankful for, not just the countries that we live in, but also the people, the relationships, the blessings that God has bestowed on us. It really is a time of great reflection, and we're almost there. So here's the thing. When Thanksgiving arrives, you know that the end of the year is upon us. Because you blink about three times, it's Christmas, and after Christmas, it's a blur, and then all of a sudden, it's a brand new year. In this case, at the time of this recording, we're coming up on the beginning of 2015, 2015, and uh, I, I believe that one of the greatest things that you and I can do to really posture ourselves and position ourselves for a more successful new year than the one we've presently experienced is to take the time to reflect, to consider, to evaluate where we are in certain areas of our life. And so what I'm going to give you today is 15 questions that you can process through over the next several weeks that I believe will prepare your heart, your mind, your spirit, and your your whole focus towards a more powerful, a more prosperous, a more uh, successful, a more developmental year where your 2015 will be a thousand times more than 2014 has been. Now, let me just remind you right here, you don't have to write all these down. If you're driving in your car, please don't write them down. If you are working out at the gym, uh, just stay focused on that discipline and keep doing what you're doing. And know this, that we're going to have the show notes, all these questions and, and the corresponding comments will be in the show notes And we'll also have a PDF download for you of these questions. You can literally download the PDF, print it up, and we've provided not only the questions but some blanks for you to journal on these things, uh, on these questions, and really go through the process of considering where you've been and where 
you are going. 15 questions. Number one, first question. In 2014, my relationship with God has either increased, remained status quo, or in some way it's diminished. I want you to ask yourself the question, has my relationship with my heavenly father this year, has it been one of growth and development? Has it been just sort of status quo and level? Or have I lost a few steps this year? Have I, have I fallen back a little bit on my, my time with him, my relationship with him, my, my intimacy with him, my closeness and proximity to him? I want you to answer that question with great honesty because it really is important. Now, as you consider this question, I want you to think about this. As a, a church kid all my life, there were certain litmus tests by which I would answer that question. I want you to lay all those aside. I want you to put everything aside except for your heart. I want you to answer the question from your heart, not from a place of religious obligation, not from a place of fear because you're not sure God's approving of you or loves you. I want you to consider that question from a heart place. My heart, is my heart connected to the one who created me? Am I really moving forward in my relationship with him? Question number two, have I made my time with him, my worship time with him, my time reading his word and meditating on his voice and his word, have I made that a daily priority in my life in 2014? If the answer is yes, I'd like you to write that down, of course, and then describe to me how you think that that's been the case. Have you have you blocked time? Have you really made it the first thing you do every morning? How have you been effective in spending time in his presence, spending time in his word, and making your relationship and conversation with him a very important part of your day? If your answer to that question is no, I want to pose to you this question. Why not? Why would that not be a priority? I'm not trying to make you feel guilty. I'm certainly not throwing stones here. But I want you to ask yourself, why is it that I've not made that a priority? And then ask yourself, am I willing to change some things in my world in order to make this really, really priority? So question two, have I made time in his presence and time in his word and time in prayer, time in meditation with him a priority in my daily life? Question number three, shifting gears a little bit here now. What wrong beliefs or mindsets do I presently possess that may limit me from moving successfully and effectively into my new year? In other words, do I have some limiting beliefs? Do I have some messed up mindsets? Do I have some judgments, some suppositions that are actually keeping me from experiencing everything that God has for me? Are there belief systems that go way back into my childhood that I need to really evaluate and reassess and maybe even obliterate and replace beliefs concerning my personal value or my personal worth. Maybe it's it's mindsets that are built around and upon religious dogmas and hangups. I, I something to consider. How what do you think about money? How do you how do you think about money? What are your beliefs about money and prosperity and the blessing of God? You know, a person who has a scarcity mentality or a mentality of lack, that person's going to to reject or repel the blessing of God because they don't know how to receive. How about beliefs or mindsets concerning relationships that are in your life? People, leaders, mentors, uh, people who could be having a monumental, very positive effect on your way forward. What wrong beliefs or mindsets do I presently possess that may limit me from successfully 
and effectively moving into a new season. Question number four, are there any people in my life that I need to forgive and release? This is a big one. You say, well, I've already let them go. I've already forgot about that. Well, have you truly from deep inside your spirit, man, deep inside your soul, have you forgiven that person for what they said? Have you forgiven that that ex-relationship that deeply hurt you, abandoned you? Have you forgiven a father or a mother for not being there for you? Have you forgiven that pastor or that leader that maybe in a moment of weakness themselves mishandled your emotions, mishandled your heart, and not because they meant to, but out of the, the way life works, something happened and you were injured and hurt. Have you forgiven them? Have you let them go? Have you literally just released them to the Lord and said, okay, I'm not carrying this any further in my life. If there's someone you need to forgive, I want you to write their name down. List the names and purpose in your heart. You're going to go to them. You're going to pray about it. You're going to ask the Holy Spirit to help you to know how do you handle it? What do you need to do? But you're going to forgive and you're going to release and you're not going to carry that unforgiveness, that bitterness, that resentment, that hurt into a new season. Question number five. What did I do really well in 2014? What were my big wins? I, under this question, I want you to write out, list out a laundry list of all the things that you can reflect back on and say, man, that was good. I did good there. That was very successful. I felt good about that. I, that job promotion, that launching that business, launching that blog, launching that ministry, getting involved here, touching that person's life, uh, making this extra money on the side. Uh, doing this business deal, that investment, anything you can think of, man, that you know was a big win and you did well, took care of my body, got my, my weight under control, began eating healthy, began exercising. I want you to give yourself credit and own, not in a prideful way, of course, but own the fact that some things in 2014, you knocked them out of the park. You did great. They were wins. Number six, which is really the converse of that, I want you to list out your what were your biggest challenges and disappointments in 2014. And you know, this might be a little bit of a painful one to, to process through because maybe you've stuffed it away so as not to have to deal with the pain of it, but maybe you need to bring some things out to the surface, into the light for just a moment so you can say, yep, that hurt. That was messed up. This was a challenge. This was difficult. Dealing with that parent that uh, is just in, is not healthy right now and having to, to struggle through the process of of role reversal, dealing with that child who I've had so much difficulty with, dealing with this business situation or dealing with this job, I want you to write out anything in your life that was a challenge or a disappointment for you in 2014. Why? Well, it's going to be important. Just trust me. Number seven, am I truly satisfied, content, and happy doing what I am doing right now? In other words, the job, the career, the the business, the hobby, the the, the role you're playing, the things you're involved in day to day, all the activities, are those things in the vein? Are they dead center of the plan and the will of God for your life? Are you truly experiencing the joy of God in doing those things? Or are you just doing the deal because it's, it's the deal to do? Now, listen, I'm going to challenge you. You need to answer that question from your heart. If you're not happy, if you're not content, if you're not satisfied, if you know deep down inside you are not in the zone, then I'm going to challenge you to be honest and write it out because you need to acknowledge something so that it can be changed in your life going forward. You want next year to be different. So be willing to confess, you know what, gosh, I'm good at what I do, but 
I just it's just not doing it for me. It's not fulfilling the destiny, the dreams, the thoughts, the things that the, who I know I am. What I'm doing is not aligned with that. It's okay to admit that, and I want you to acknowledge it. Question number eight. What have I sensed God saying to me or leading me to pursue in this new season? Now, for those that are believers and you have a relationship with the Lord, that that statement or that question really doesn't move you too much except just to, for what it is. For those that may not feel as though they, they know God or they have a relationship with the Lord, they're not religious, okay? I'm glad you're not religious, by the way. I want to tell you that God still cares deeply for your success, and he still has an amazing plan for your life. So sometimes God speaking to us or God leading us comes in the form of intuition. It comes in the form of just this gentle nudging in our mind. You know, I really should try this, or I really should maybe do that. I maybe should take this step over here and see what what may happen if I took this first step here. Sometimes God nudging us and leading us comes in the form of just our, our instinct because our spirit is connected to God. So what have you sensed God speaking to you or saying to you? How have you sensed him leading you? And where is he pointing you? What direction is he pointing you in? Write it out. Details, man. Details. It's in the details. Question number nine. What is my big dream or my big idea? You say, well, I don't really have one. I'm just, you know, got a job. I'm thankful for my job. Got a paycheck coming in. I'm just, uh, let me tell you what. Every human being ever born, I believe God seeded in their very essence a dream, an idea, a purpose. And if there's a dream or an idea or something you've been compelled to to try or to go after, write a book, start a blog, uh, you know, become a leader in an organization or to go back to school or whatever it is, what is your big dream or idea? What is that thing that you have compartmentalized it? You've archived it deep in the filing system somewhere. You've forgotten about it. It's been collecting dust maybe for years because you gave up on the dream or the idea. I want to ask you today, what is your big dream? What is your big idea? Write it down. Describe it. As much detail as your mind can conjure up, I want you to write it down and own it. Question number 10. What can I do to take concrete, immediate action toward this dream? Listen, my dad used to have a saying. He said, you need to to do something or get off the pot. And I'm telling you, so many of us procrastinate. we, We dread the idea of moving into unfamiliar territory, places we've not been, things we've not done. Because we feel inadequate, because it's it's just not familiar to us. But we have to leave familiar and engage the dream. So what one step, two steps, three steps can you identify that you can take like in the near term to get some traction and get this dream moving out of the station and into life? Do you need to go back to school? Do you need to get some specialized training in some areas? What do you need to do right now? Do you need to just call the state you live in and figure out how you're going to form that company? Whatever it may be, take a step. Write it down. Question number 11. Where can I look to to find a model of what I want to do? Is there a model out there? Is there a place I can engage and, and maybe even connect with a mentor or a coach so that I can learn from someone who's already doing something similar to what I'm doing. I mentioned coaching. Coaching's an amazing thing. I'd, I do coaching, life coaching, executive coaching, and I love the process. 
But for you, find someone who is in the niche or the genre or the industry that you want to engage with and, and ask them, hey, can I meet you over? Can I buy you a cup of coffee? Can I have some of your time? Can I, can I pay for some of your time? Whatever you have to do to get with a mentor that can help expose you to a broader picture of what it is God's calling you into in the new season. Question number 12, what new relationships do I need in my life? What new relationships do I need in my life right now? Can I tell you something? You're one relationship away from an entire world being opened to you. The last two or three years, I've been blessed. God has allowed my path to cross with several key people. And being in relationship and developing a relationship with those key people has opened up a world to me that I had never had access to before. Are the friends that you're with now, are they a blessing to you? Are they adding value to you? Are they taking from you? What are you missing in your life right now by way of relationships that you're going to pursue in the new year? Identify it. I need a friend who can I can bounce ideas off of and they understand what I'm talking about. I need friends who believe in me and, and sense the call of God on my life and they're going to encourage me and keep me accountable. I need these kinds of relationships, mentors, coaches. Question number 13, what current relationships am I walking in in my life today? What relationships right now am I involved in that may not be able to make it with me into the new season? You say, Brian, what do you mean? What I mean is, is that every time you are elevated from one level to another and God opens a new world to you, not everyone who is in your world on the previous level has the capacity or the mindset to go with you to the new place. I want you to be honest about this. Are there relationships in your life today that are a detriment to your progress? Are there relationships in your life right now that they're good people, you love them, you care for them, you can go to lunch with them, hang out with them, whatever, but you know those relationships are not going to be fuel in the engine of your forward progress and movement into this next place. Maybe you need to identify one or two relationships that are toxic and they're they're life-taking, not life-giving. What relationships do I presently have in my life that may not make it into my new season? And the last two questions, 14 and 15, These are not questions that you're asking yourself. These are ones I want you to direct to God, specifically your Father in heaven, the one who created you, the one who formed you, the one who knows the plans that he has for you, the one who has great things in store for you. I want you to ask him the following two questions. Question number 14, Father, you know my life, you know my destiny, you know my dreams. What are your thoughts and plans for me? How do you see me in 2015? What do you see me doing in 2015? Ask him. The Bible says that if we ask him for bread, he will not give us a rock. That means that when we ask him for his insight, when we ask him to reveal to us what he sees, he's not going to tease us. He's not going to withhold from us. Ask him and listen. Question number 15. Father, as it relates to the new season you're ushering me into right now, the new year, what are you doing? What are you saying? And how can I become involved in that? Jesus gave us a powerful example. He simply said, I don't do anything unless I see my father doing it. I don't say anything unless I hear him saying it. And that's really the point of this question number 15. As it relates to where you're taking me, God, what are you doing? What are you saying? And how can I simply become a participant in that? And when I do that, I know that my destiny will be fulfilled. Once again, has my relationship with God, question number one, grown, remained status quo, or has it digressed in 2014? Be honest about it. 
Question two, have I made time to be with him, to just meditate on him, to be in his presence, to worship, to, to pray, to be in his word, to allow him to speak to me? Question number three, what wrong beliefs or mindsets can I identify that may limit me from moving into a new season in a very successful and productive way? Are there wrong beliefs and mindsets that I've got to deal with? Number four, are there any people in my life, any individuals that I need to forgive and release before I move into this new season? Question number five, what did I do really well in 2014? What were my big wins? Question number six, what were my biggest challenges and disappointments in 2014? Go ahead, confess them, write them down, own them. Question number seven, am I truly satisfied, content, and happy doing what I am doing right now? Am I in my lane? Am I running in my lane? Am I running to the top of my ability or am I stuck in a place that's just not going to do it for me? Question number eight, what have I sensed God saying to me or leading me to pursue in this new season? And don't underestimate those nudges, those thoughts, and those, those little voices that you hear. Question nine, what is my big dream or my big idea? Describe it in great detail. Write it out. Question number 10, what can I do right now to take immediate action, concrete action toward this dream, toward this idea, toward these goals? Number 11, where can I go to see and study a model of what I want to become or who can I engage with as a mentor or a coach so that I can learn and grow as a result of their expertise? Question number 12, what new relationships do I need in my life? Question number 13. What current relationships, relationships I'm involved in today, what relationships might not make it into the new season with me because they're just detrimental to my life? And then 14 and 15, Father, you know my heart, you know my life, you know my dreams. What are your thoughts and plans for me? How do you see me in 2015? Number 15, last, but certainly not least, Father, as it relates to this new season of my life, I know you're doing something. I know you're saying something. I want to hear your voice. I want to hear what you're saying. I want to do what you're doing. I want to participate in your activities. So show me. I want to encourage you to go through these over the course of the next several weeks. I remind you again, the PDF document of just these questions is going to be available to you in the show notes. Download it. Get it. Uh, Really uh, allow yourself to be immersed in the process. Take one or two questions a day, maybe one a day, and just really Get in a quiet place and consider where are you at, where have you been, and where are you going. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask Father to open your eyes that you can see what he sees. Open your ears so you can hear what he hears. Ask him to really make your heart pliable and honest so that you can be prepared, prepared to move into a wonderful, a prosperous, a successful, a mind-blowing season in 2015. Well, if you'd like to comment on this episode or engage us in conversation, a couple of ways you can do that. Certainly, you can go to brianholmes.com forward slash 063. That's the show notes for this episode. Scroll down to the comments section, and we would love to hear from you there. Your comments, your questions, your thoughts, your ideas on how to more adequately prepare for moving into a new year, a new season. I want to mention to you that, hey, Happy Thanksgiving to those who are going to be celebrating that next week here in the U.S. Happy Thanksgiving. Take time 
to really think about what you're thankful for, the many blessings God's bestowed on you, your family, all the all the material things, all the comfort things, all the relationships, all the blessings. Just take time to be thankful and grateful this week as we're coming up on our Thanksgiving holiday. Well, I trust that something we've shared with you today has challenged you in a very powerful way to pursue God's very, very best for your life. And I want you to know that we believe you can be healed from your past. We believe your mind and your heart can be totally transformed. And I believe with all of my heart, you can become activated to fulfill your unique purpose and destiny. Reminding you again to share this with your friends and your associates on social media. Until next time, remember this. You are made in his image, designed for a purpose, and you are destined for greatness. We love you. We believe in you. Until next time, God bless. We'll see you back here next week.